Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us on this Friday night, a little earlier than usual, into your Saturday morning, maybe. Maybe we're going to be joined by Alexis Cardoza momentarily. He has some family visiting and they arrived right as we were kind of going live here early today for us, late evening for them. But please get in those super chats, get in those humper chats. He's going to be along any moment. We appreciate your support. What a SmackDown and what an AEW rampage we had tonight. That ending of SmackDown was absolutely incredible. And we're going to start with SmackDown. Normally, I would ask Alexis how he's doing tonight. I will ask all of you in the chat how you are doing tonight. I'll also tell you to join us on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, where you can send us your Twitch bits. We always appreciate those being sent in. And I'll tell you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Some backstage notes on Thunder Rosa coming back a little bit in AEW Dynamite and some backstage meetings there. I'm sure there'll be more and more coming out of Elimination Chamber. Don't forget, we've got Revolution for AEW around the corner as well. Man, oh man, what a SmackDown tonight. I am currently without a co-host, and I don't want him to not be here for the juiciest part of it, but he will be here momentarily. I do feel like it would be silly not to start with SmackDown because... My goodness, this was such a special moment for Sami Zayn. It makes me <laughs> wish so badly, so badly that they would split the titles. We're going to talk about all of that delicious stuff and more, but this reminded me so much of Clash at the Castle. It reminds me of Punk in Chicago, but with a, a French twist in Montreal, right, guys? So uh, I am very, very excited for Sami Zayn, who deserves all the flowers he's gotten 
the bloodline was so stale before this. I'm so happy that he is being so well regarded. Very, very excited. So get in those super chats and humper chats. When Alexis is here, we are going to talk about what a special moment that was. But we will start with the beginning of SmackDown, or I guess I will start with the beginning of SmackDown, but not before we get a couple of super chats and humper chats in here. Matthew Plus, of course, chiming in saying that this is the worst stream ever. No, it's the best one because I'm the best and you stink. <sighs> We've got Henry the Casey, Henry Casey saying, hi, KM. Well, floating off a great second date, a great second date. I think if I recall correctly, Henry the Casey's first date was on a Tuesday because he was not at our NXT show or joined late on our NXT show. Maybe it was the day before, but I feel like you're scheduling dates to get out of watching our post shows, which that I don't appreciate, but I'm very happy, <laughs> very happy that you had a great second date. And I'm very happy that I have a co-host to join me, Alex Cardoza in the house sporting the Yankee Bowl. Much like Sami Zayn got at the end, he's got the mood lighting, he's got family visiting. I only had to do three minutes and 30 seconds of this alone. Thank God. I don't know. Uh, hey, Kate, it's not the first time I've heard that from a woman before. Hey I don't know how Pulowski used to do this alone multiple times a week, but um, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. I, I apologize for my tardiness, everyone. Uh, I had my parents were coming in from Orlando, so uh, they happened to just get here right as the soon as soon as the show was starting. So I had to run outside, make sure they came in and disperse them. Get they them, had get a, them nice and set, you know, a late arrival to your home. We have an early day for us, which is refreshing. We are joined. I guess I summoned Alex. Hold on. Listen, it's OK. No, thank you. Appreciate it. Now, I was I was I was just I was just being a white knight was scrolling through Twitter and saw Kate by herself. And I was like, this is the girl who told me she might have the flu today. And I was like, you're not doing this by yourself. I didn't know. I appreciate I didn't know everything was going on. Whatever. Uh, hey, in about 10 minutes, I'm starting my show over on Buffalo Select in case you. Oh, you it. just wanted the cheap plug wow. for your own I did. show. I, I did. I was going to wow. white knight it and like. Oh, what? Oh, really? Is that how that works? You come on to plug your own show. You come on here just to promote yourself on FightfulSelect.com where you can catch Alex Pulaski doing his rendition of Sour Graps and where you can also catch Alex and I doing a pay-per-view post show tomorrow after Elimination yep. Chamber. You got the folks on the main, but if you want to come get Sassy behind the paywall with Alex and I, subscribe to Fightful Select for that. Kate, I got to say, I've had a blast with, with Alex when we did the show together. I, I felt some synergy. I don't know. Yep. Enough. I'm not. I'm not here for Alex squared. No, no. He shows up late, and then he's like, "Oh, Alex Pulaski, so great. Oh, you're fine too, I guess. Come on, what are you guys doing to me tonight? You got me so good. I was waiting for it. I saw the hand move. I said, "She's either gonna move, yeah. go oh, get yeah. a drink, no, she's, or she's taking she's me out of the show." No, no, she'll she'll do it. She'll do she's it. So quick she, too. Sean Sean just mutes and Kate boots. Now I'm covering up Cardoza's face with this super chat from Ricardo. El Comerciante de Pepsi. We have a Spanish speaker here. I should have let him do it, but Zang, I love Ricardo, you guys. El Comerciante de Pepsi. Sounds so much prettier when you say it. I love you guys. You're great. Kate and Alex times two. I do sincerely 
love both of my Alexes, and so does my dad chiming in saying Team hey. Caleb Alex, which is a very fun. Caleb. Why does your dad look like he belongs in a James Bond movie in that picture? Because he does. Because my dad. Wow, dad. So at my cousin's wedding. Yeah, looks All right. good. My dad's awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, All I'll right. let you. Well, gonna go do I'll, his show. I'll let you guys start the review. People are in the chat being like, "Start the review." This is apparent. We're 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 not good at that. We're not good at those things. <laughs> no, so. and also people are super chatting to give us money, but yeah. we oh. don't want to wait to talk about Alex. Yeah. If you want to stick around for this, you can. But yeah. uh, the reaction that Sami Zayn got at the end of SmackDown was so special. Before I was joined by not one but two Alexes. Mm -hmm. I uh, I was likening it to Punk in Chicago and Drew at Clash of the Castle. This was such a special moment. I don't know how long that promo was supposed to be, but it was about seven minutes shorter than I think it was supposed to be because mm -hmm. the reception was so overwhelming. He came out to his old theme, which we have been asking for, which is such a wonderful moment. Maybe teary-eyed to see such a great wrestler getting such a wonderful reaction, but... Pulaski, before you go, what was your reaction to the reaction from the crowd? Um, well, I mean, it was one of those things of like, I don't know how a pop that size can be expected, but I expected it. Like, you, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is, it's his hometown. He's one, well, he is, uh, I, I, in any town, the most organically over babyface since the Yes Movement era of Daniel Bryan. He's he's gonna get huge pops wherever he goes. Uh, and and credit to him and and very rare that I say this. Credit to the creative team to to take spend the time, do the work, and build this guy over nine months to this point where where they can build an entire play, an entire premium live event <laughs> around around that dude getting beat in his hometown. Yeah. Let's be honest. They were always going to book him to, to, to lose. Everything that happened on Monday just cinched it. They're just like, hey, everybody, don't you like this guy, Cody? He's giving your guy a pep talk because your guy's a loser. That's what they were doing on Monday. But tonight, people in Montreal didn't want to hear that shit. They're all in the tank for Sami Zayn, and they should be. This guy's amazing. And what, like, bringing back the, the original music, it was a no-brainer decision. But they've whiffed on so many no-brainer decisions. I'm so happy they did something right for a change. Yeah, that was really refreshing, especially with something music rights. You don't know if that's actually a possibility, right? So I'm glad they cleared up whatever it was with CFO or whoever did that original theme because there's an extra layer there of the babyface Sami Zayn theme, the one we all fell in love with and knew. Uh, to, to hear that along with the reaction he got was so special. Cardoza, what did you think? I thought it was the best homecoming since Red Heart, I guess I want to say. I don't know. Like I, it was it was they were boisterous, they were loud, they were coming out on they were coming unglued. They um, were. I and... for me for me it was just like wow, like you you can there's certain ways that you, you can feel the energy through the TV. This was this was definitely one of them. And I think Alex said it correctly. Um the old McMahonism, and this is coming from Freddie, is like the hometown hero does not win in their hometown. Freddie has said that plenty of times. Um, unless you're it's Hispanic, true. unless like, you're Hispanic, then you win in Arizona. That's it, from what he told me. <laughs> that's it in Phoenix, Phoenix, all those areas out there. And he goes, that's the, that's the only place that the because um, they're scared of what the Latinos would do in the, in the arena. But but yeah, I I, I feel like. 
if you build that heat or you give or if he does lose tomorrow, whichever way, whatever happens, man, it could be explosive in a way that'll propel him to something even bigger. Yeah, and I think Sean always says it really well, and I, I've kind of stolen it from him and given him credit when I feel like it. But he Damn. he kind of says, and a lot of people, I think, subscribe to the notion that if it's heat that's going to follow you to a different town, then it's worth it. If it's yeah. heat that's not going to follow you to another town, you're just squashing someone in their hometown, which doesn't make sense. This heat, heat is going to follow them. They're gonna, it's going to follow them all the way on the roads to WrestleMania. But I did send, believe it or not, Madcap Moss, Stan, and uh, Canadian Joel oh. was at the show tonight. And when we have a reception like Sami Zayn got, I definitely love to hear from people who were there live. And so a reporter live in the field, yeah. Joel live in the field. reporting. Uh, it, it came through on the television as much as it could. It killed the audio at one point. I think Sami Zayn might have said a curse word, um, which which got censored. But what was... I mean, what was it like being there live for that moment? I was wild. I've never, I, I've seen a lot of wrestling shows. I mean, I've seen, I've seen so much in my life. I've seen Edge have ridiculous title moments. I've seen Trish Stratus wrestle her last match in Toronto. I've seen so much stuff. But tonight with Sammy was absolutely wild. I mean, the interview that I did with him earlier today, I only had five minutes. They were like, hit it and quit it because you had no time. And I got as much as I could in. And, like, he was he was excited. He, he looked tired, but he was excited. And uh, the, the reception he got, man, that lit him up. I was – I don't get very emotional when it comes to wrestling these days. This was probably the first time in a long time where I looked around and I was like, holy shit, I feel something. And this was really, really well done, not just for the crowd to, like, absolutely love it. They, they had him in the palm of his hand. Yeah, and, and to the point – where there was a stage director who was like looking at the people at ringside and being like, please, like, please stop so that he can say something. And they, and eventually like they did. And Sammy was milking the moment the best that he could. Uh, but man, it was wild. Absolutely crazy. I said before you joined, it definitely felt like they left 12 minutes for that segment or whatever. And seven of it was just crowd reaction. I don't know what that promo was supposed to be, but it was perfect for what it was and that crowd and the Olay chance. And he was so visibly moved by the reaction they that they got. I think they knew that that's what was going to happen. And they just said, Sammy, take it home. Whatever yeah. you need to do, take it home. You don't need to sell this any more than it's already been sold. It's not like you're going to have Roman come out and do anything. It's just go out there and show them exactly why this city is behind you. Show them why this is a big moment for you. He said it himself. He said, this is my WrestleMania. And this is exactly what the crowd gave him was, you know, for better or worse, this is his WrestleMania moment. And there's a certain, you know, part of me that's like, okay, he got this huge moment, huge reaction. And tomorrow, if and maybe when he loses, the yeah. crowd is still going to be very much right. in love with him. And he's, it's not going to kill his buzz. It's not going right. to kill his momentum at all because they did everything right with this. Even having Ariel Hawani, I don't like... I don't want to get into the, the TK tweets and all that. Just, get I'm into never, the TK no, tweets, I, I, Joel. I'm not going to talk about that. But the but the point really is that you know Helwani being there, having done that that promo that aired for the live crowd before SmackDown went on the air, and then to have him out there doing. Oh wow! Yeah, the oh, the crowd was absolutely just loving it. They were watching it just in silence. It was great. And then afterwards, you had uh, Helwani do those those standoffs and. Come on, man. Like, that made the most sense to do. It looked good. It felt good. The crowd was absolutely into it. And you did mention that you had a chance to interview him. There's tons of interviews coming out. 
on the Red Club, on Overbooked, on Grapsity. Joel was on boots on the ground for Fightful today doing interviews. Anything that you want to tease? And then, of course, we'll talk about Mad Cat Moss. I saw a whole bunch of wrestlers about bagels and uh, had some really good responses. Uh, <laughs> Nikki Cross is absolutely the uh, the sweetest woman on earth. I know that's not breaking news. Sean and Denise have talked about this before. Uh, Natalia Natty is so Both. good. And so, yeah, honestly, like, the, when you see the interview, how personable she is, I, I think a lot of people will understand where she, um, where her legacy lies and what she brings to the table mm-hmm. beyond beyond being, uh, you know, just a good wrestler. Um, who else? Bronson Reed. We had a really good chat. Actually, before we before we actually did the live chat, uh, I had a chance to tell him because I do the Impact show on Thursday nights with Crest the Star. I said, you know, Bronson, I was covering your Impact run. And I got to put him over for it because I thought it was fantastic. I said, you know, you worked with Josh Alexander. He's like, yeah, I did crazy shit with PCO. And I said, yes, I'm glad you remember this stuff. <laughs> because at the end of the day, those 18 months, we talked about it. Those 18 months he had away gave him a chance to do a lot of different work. And, you know, he got to put that over and he looked like a million bucks. So check sure. those interviews out. They're going to drop at different points uh, in the next little while. But uh, it was a really good day, really successful day. The Jam Beard saying, uh, Joel Pearl with that madcap in a briefcase run. <laughs> we do appreciate you joining us because it was such a special moment. I, d- I did want to hear from someone who was there live. As Joel said, you can catch him on Thursday nights doing the Impact Post Show, which is the <laughs> much better crest of these star. But keep an eye out for those interviews. Keep an eye out for Overbooked. Uh, you and Tim, who's also there, are going to be talking Elimination Chamber yeah. Post Show on Sunday, I believe. That's the plan. As long as our children are, uh, you know, good to us <laughs> as we come back to them. By the way, I, I know you guys didn't talk about the whole show. I just want to say the uh, the, the Sheamus tag team match. The, that was fantastic. Best best Viking Raiders match I think I've seen in months. Uh, those, those four really put on a great great match. And uh, there was something else that stood out to me that was just fantastic, but I can't remember. Joe, I got, I got a quick question but, for you. Yeah. When they came out, when the Viking came out, did did they? get a good ovation and on t on tv it sounded like they actually but then again they could be pumping in noise on tv so i don't know the reaction was a little weird for me i was like oh crap they're like they're embracing them it was there i think people were excited for the, the okay, big good. meaty men slapping me yes they knew like what the story was about they knew that this was going to be you know a rough match and it was and it delivered so perfect uh, there was okay a lot cool of good stuff. and then it's, yeah listen it's good me, for them we, we, I know we make fun about the Mad Cat Moss stuff and the Gunter stuff, but honestly, I knew what this match was going to be coming into it. I knew it was going to be Gunter gets to win, but at the same time, this was an opportunity for Moss to start breaking away from being Mad Cat and maybe start coming back to being Riddick Moss and getting a character that's not the Mad Cat Moss. I look forward to seeing what it is, but like... Good match, should have won, but now he's going to win the world title. Maybe he's not mad anymore. He's just and that was so fun. That was Joel Pearl. Thank you so much for joining us, Joel. As soon as we start saying that Mad Cat Moss should be Gunther, you're out of here. Wow, he's uh, he loves him, huh? In real life, I thought that was just a. I I think it's half bit, half you see some potential in him. But Jam Beard saying, as fantastic as a pop as that was for Sammy, do you think the song return should have been saved for the pay per view, or was tonight the best way? It was nice. I, I don't think it's gonna lose anything tomorrow. Even Alex, you're a little pickier than most of these things. So. I don't I don't I don't know what uh, what they would have had him come out to tonight. Uh, like otherwise, the, the, yeah. the old heel Sammy music before he joined the Bloodline that wouldn't have worked. Like if, yeah. he, if he was gonna come out to do a promo tonight, you had to play this. It's not like the pop tomorrow is gonna be any less. 
people that's what will I was be, thinking. People yeah. will know that music is coming tomorrow. Right. They will have they will be prepared to sing along with that music. Okay, good. Now I want to put this out here. Uh John Bain saying tomorrow is gonna to be a candles equivalent to Drew losing at Clash of the Castle. Hopefully, uh, after Sammy loses, they don't have Wayne Gretzky come out and lead him in a oh, wow. along of a Neil Diamond song. <laughs> But other than that, no promises. No I, I'm promises. I'm gonna go to this fightful select and 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 you know you know yell nitpick about stuff. So absolutely, and you can hear Alex Pulaski and I on fightful select tomorrow reviewing Elimination Chamber as well. So thank you for being there when my other Alex was absent. We appreciate wow. you coming in, I'm and I will be good. checking out uh, Alex's sour graps after my own post show, and you should too. If mm-hmm. not, watch both. We all have multiple yeah. screens. Get another set of ears and listen to both shows at the same time. But we do appreciate you. Kind of an, an unorthodox start, yeah, start yeah, to our whatever. show tonight, but a fun one. So That's right. Thanks. I'm nothing if not unorthodox. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Oh. Oops. There we go. I'll do that. Just, we were... just, let's just keep doing it. <laughs> Just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crushing it. Gosh, we do have a couple more super chats and humper chats about this and some more general ones, which we appreciate. Adam4836 saying, when we love someone enough to sing their theme to them, even when there are no words on it, so happy for Sammy. Big time, big time, big time, big time. That theme is so, I think because he had it for so long before they switched it yeah. to his other heel music is like so uh, synonymous with him. I hope they had a camera crew backstage at uh, Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Kind of like just documenting this, the crowd, and just like because road to WrestleMania. I'll tell you what, (laughs) yeah. Um, just because it's it's real at that moment, it's real. You separate the two things, right? The entertainment from from him, and that yeah, there was was real. It was definitely organic, and I'm so glad that they left that breathing room for it to happen. We've got Becky saying, I feel bad for all the Canadians that are going to be disappointed when Roman wins tomorrow sure. night. I I feel like if it's done right, it won't feel like they got robbed. Because what I'm hoping happens is you get Kevin Owens coming out, also a Canadian, right? Uh, and Jey Uso being so heavily involved that I feel, I hope that the feeling is, yes, he lost, but it pivots to a really compelling tag picture. Then... He lost, and now everything sucks. Like, I I really hope it feels like the story is just turning heavily instead of, like, Sammy lost and everything is ruined. Um, Emotionally, I'm sure it'll be heartbreaking because this has been a a much better-built story than, goodness, pretty much anything that since I started watching and better-built meaning... I'm a CM Punk fan, meaning that they didn't just hold a baby face back in order to get here they intentionally told this story so uh it's uh i i'm hoping it feels like we're pivoting to the tag story that is kind yeah, of set up yeah. on a platter here what are your thoughts on that do you think i agree it's, it's too much to overcome or you think that a tag team pivot will be an appropriate payoff it's i man i could be 10 million percent wrong but i feel like there's there's something brewing and they already made up their minds. They have, so you know, you know this very well. They plan the shows out months at a time, so they know what's coming down the pipeline. You know, so we know <laughs> they that. They sure used to. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hear some stuff, but anyway, <laughs> they um. 
It has to. It has to because what's this whole thing with Kale? Are we just going to squash it for now and wait until yeah, like it, SummerSlam? Or are you going to give them that big? Are they finally going to let go of the tag team titles? Because they they will, right? Eventually, you have maybe two matches for them in, in WrestleMania, Saturday and a Sunday, where they wrestle maybe a KO and Sammy for, for one. And I don't know. There's such a compelling story of Roman has two titles and him being scared because his family isn't there that he's only willing to put one on the line and loses yeah. it to Sami Zayn and loses the other to Cody and Cody has to choose between Sami and Roman because he's the Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. So there's so many ways you could go with that, but this does feel like the story that they've been telling is that Sami's going to lose tomorrow and Kevin Owens is going to be there to either yes. pick him up off the ground to keep him from getting beat down to punch jay in the face something like that um i hope that is what we get and honestly they have such a storied history that it doesn't feel like a sammy and ko run is like oh they're smushing two singles guys together it's like no they've been friends and enemies and friends and enemies and friends and enemies for literally decades so i think it's not gonna feel like a lot of the like we saw tonight like we saw shotzi and natalia be a tag team for some reason um so that's that's my hope for it. But we've do got you give some... do you give the Usos a twenty uh, four hour work visa to come in tomorrow and mess things up? There's a uh, because of some legal complications. Right, right. My understanding is that Jay is able to come into the U.S. Jimmy or into Canada. Jimmy is not under like any circumstances, so that there's like a temporary uh, lift. But honestly, Jay's the one that you kind of need anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's the one with the story hottest in his hands at the moment. But we got some more love that came in from Kylie saying so much hot Alex action. You're telling I me it. I got double Alex's tonight. Orion Ben 666 saying so we playing Ska for Mirror Alex's entrance tonight. <laughs> I should have thought of that. Had that queued up. But Shauna Walensky saying it's mom, dad with Uncle Alex. He's so zany, that Uncle Alex. Matthew Plus saying, Alex, show some clavicle or GTF back out of here. Here you go, daddies. That's it. Look at this one. This one's nice and toned. (laughs) 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 The light is supposed to wash away the wrinkles and the ugliness. So I'm trying my best to like flex the clavicle, but you know, the the light, the light kind of flushes it out. Ryan Sullivan saying Alex is late and has no theme. I know. I'm sorry. It's true. Well, you heard that our own Joel Pearl is interviewing or interviewed Sami Zayn. And you also heard him say it was like five minutes and Mm -hmm. you just kind of had to hit it and quit it and get out of there. But not everybody who's hitting it and quitting it only wants it to last five minutes, Alex. I really wanted to make this segue while Joel was on here, but it was just like too real of a moment talking about Sami Zayn. But I'm keeping the segue and I'm playing the blue chew ad. Let's go. Play. Hello. Is your penis limp? Would you like it to be erect? Fortunately, bluechew.com and the code Fightful is going to help you out an awful lot. Maybe you're having trouble with that. Maybe you just want the confidence. Well, BlueChew.com and the code Fightful is right for you. Free. Your first order is free. You just pay $5 shipping. There, there are a few other steps you go through. You consult with the online physician. 
If approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But your first shipment is free with the code FIGHTFUL. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work on your schedule or whenever you're not ready and you want to be ready. Whenever the mood arises. It's in a chewable form. Very easy. Very simple. Help yourself out. Give yourself that confidence with BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. Tell you what, I order a new one every single time to add plays. I use a different email. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't. That's amazing. Hey, the more codes you're redeeming at bluechew.com, <laughs> the better for us. So we will take it. But a very special night for Sami Zayn. And if you, if you want a special night of your own com code fightful i guess we should start at the top of the show our first match ronda rasdy and Shayna baszler defeating natalia and shotzi uh here's the thing i think Shayna baszler and ronda is a good call we have in this match Baszler kind of tripping up Natalia and Ronda grabbing the arm bar on Shotzi for the the tap and the win here. I've seen Shotzi tag with Raquel. I've seen Natalia tag with Tamina, like ever like everyone, because she just gets thrown into these positions. You gotta stop the merry-go-round of just mixing people up and putting them in tag teams. Like we've had Shotzi with so many people. We've had I've, uh, Tegan Knox is sitting right there, right? We've seen Liv with Rhonda and Raquel, and I think maybe she was with Shotzi at one point. Um, it's just, I, I said Rhonda, I meant um, Rhea. But, like, this merry-go-round of just putting some singles girls together, like, n- not even for longer than a week anymore, Alex. <laughs> like it, it's just like they're a tag one tag team one week and then they're both in separate tag teams the next week. I feel like have a division or don't have a division. I like what they're leading to. I like the idea of Rhonda and Shayna at Mania for the tag titles. I think that's a kick-ass idea. I would love to actually see that. Shayna Baszler with some gold on her. Rhonda in a tag team, I think, is a, actually a really good use of her because my complaints with her are rarely... Um, in ring when she's not being led on to lead a match, which tag teams by default, she wouldn't have to do. Um, Love where that's going would like, I don't know, a rest of the division, as I've been saying for weeks and maybe not months at this point. Um, Serviceable enough match to start. Of course, Natalia getting the Canadian hometown pop a little bit here, but what did you think of this opening match? Did it sound like like Ronda got a little bit of a of an applause there when she came out. I, I it's some, sometimes I just feel like, I don't know if it's the TV, if anything's being pumped through broadcast television. Cause they could do that on broadcast television. Like they'll. Pump oh, shit, and they do know? that with Rhonda more than anyone. I feel like it almost yeah. started with her. Yeah. I don't know if it's part of her song like, that we have. Pandemic. We have a crowd in the, as a, as a track in the background, but she, um, it did sound a little bit like that, but, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the the random teams being thrown together. It, we've said this for months now on here on the show that it's just it doesn't make any sense. What does make sense is Ronda and Shayna being together, and I'd love to see them go through people 
And yeah. for Rhonda and her not to say a word, they don't even need to speak on the mic. I think that their ability in the ring should be significant enough for them to take care of 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 the storylines. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country... Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. You know, and then you put some cool packages behind it, right? With the tough music of them just running shot through the entire women's tag team division whenever it decides to come back together again. But yeah, I think out of that master, those are the only two that make sense to me. Like, it's cool. Okay, keep them together because that's the storyline. But everything else is just, you know. It just is. I Like, I think you had a really cool opportunity to do a triple threat with Toxic Attraction, but they just split that up. Yeah, I like when they do four packs at, at Mania for the women's tag titles because it's the only time they get any real love but there is an astounding statistic about how many like tag teams have not made it like have split up before the next wrestlemania that have won at wrestlemania it just never seems to come back around unfortunately so i wish all american wrestling television that has women's tag team divisions and that even includes impact who's normally really good for some reason with the tag divisions things start to get a little bit lost um I just, I'm just looking for a division here, but a fun enough opening contest. Orion Ben six six saying, Rhonda took the bump. I'm shocked. I, I feel like taking a bump is one of the most unnatural things in the world that you can do. And I think people, because she's MMA, underestimate like how different it is to have someone trying to physically attack you versus do a DDT to you on the apron or throw you back first into the side of a ring and you're just supposed to take it. That goes against every instinct that you have as a trained fighter. That's why it's such a bizarre and incredible thing that Brock Lesnar was so successful in both worlds. That guy's just an athletic freak of nature. But if you hear MMA 
fighters and wrestlers talk about stepping into each other's worlds wrestling you're trained to protect your opponent but yeah. make it look good right like fighting is the opposite and and bumps are a completely unnatural thing so i i have a hard time like picking on someone from that i think it definitely feels like this past run she was less comfortable than her initial run which is kind of weird yeah. um but she was the one leading those matches i've said it over and over again like there's a big difference between hey it's your job to lead somebody who just has been kind of called up to the main roster in the past couple years or a couple months versus Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, people who are the ones leading that match. So I, I try to have some softness a, around that, but she did. She definitely took the bump tonight. Definitely yeah, took that bump tonight, but I don't see that often. I think it's fun. I think it's a, a fun tag team to have there, but Don also known as Smiley Girl 814 saying, I'm missing my brother. Guess I have to throw some cash at him. Thank you, Don. It's about to get wild. It was a wild one. It was a wild one tonight in Montreal for Sami Zayn for sure. And we've already shown clavicle and made pollution jokes. So we are ahead of it. Thank uh, you, Don. Appreciate you. We've got some more love coming in. Uh, we got Jam Beard saying, with the rumors they held off of Trisha's return because of Dakota Kai's injury. Do you think Mania could be a triple threat tag match versus damage control? Oh, and or Ronda Shayna versus Lita Trish. I think it's more likely you get Lita Trish and Becky yeah. versus um, damage control just because of the way the story's been set up. Assuming Dakota Kai is back in time, which I think she is meant to be back in time for. I think she sh should be clear by then. And also you might not have to be fully cleared when you're, in a, a trios match just because you don't have to do as much work hypothetically. So yeah. I love Dakota Kai. I miss seeing her in the ring. She's fantastic. Healing thoughts to her. Um, if we move along to hit row and hit rows performance, getting cut off by Bray and Michael Cole, ultimate delight. Bray calls out Brock and Bobby Albert Ponce kicking us off with something that I echo the sentiments of saying, I do not wish to see either Brock or Bobby versus Bray in a Cinnamon Toast Crunch crap match at Mania, <laughs> which is such a phenomenal chat. I feel like we should pay you money for that. Asuka's an, on another level and will kill it at Mania. We'll get to that too, but I definitely don't need Brock and Bobby versus Bray in any capacity. I don't think that's where this is fully going. Um, I think this might have been a catalyst for maybe something else. I don't uh, need that. Maybe that's just wishful thinking, but I don't want to see any of that. I, I I think Bobby versus Brock is the most clean and easy story. They've yeah. never done it with a build. They're finally doing it with a build. It's two big-ass dudes kicking each other's asses, doing big boy stuff, being super strong. Get out of the way of it. Let it happen. We love that. Um, so I don't need Bray Wyatt thrown in here. This was a little bit confusing and I don't know why we had to have a hit row, get cut off performance before this, as if Bray Wyatt promos aren't long enough. But what did you think of what I felt like was a very weird segment? Yeah. The hit row has been, unfortunately, the, the, God, man, unfortunately the, the bitch of, of, yeah. of everything right now, anything that that could potentially like take them off TV uh, in a weird way or whatever promos that they might be putting together or even matches, right? 
Like we yeah. haven't seen anything really. They're not like on a track of. Yeah, there's no track whatsoever, and it's sad, man. Because Top Dollar looks great. He's been working on on everything, you know. And we gotta lay off that whole botch thing that happened last time. Who cares? Yeah, like, every come on, dude. It's a freaking live event. What do you think is gonna happen? It's not predetermined. Like pre not predetermined, but um, a, it's not pre-done. Like, yeah, that you think he's the only wrestler who tripped up on a dive? Yeah, Relax. yeah. Right. So for me, it was just it is I don't know where they're going with this and why did they use Bray to transition? Unfortunately, this whole thing, him and Bo, or should I say Uncle Howdy? Um, yeah, like, I don't understand it. I, I don't. He's going after one of them. But why? And like at Mania, because that's weird. I I hope not. <laughs> for a I'm second, I had like... to look it up and be like, is Lashley holding a title? Did I miss something? Because you know and then i was like oh wait no this is just he just wants to beat people up now also like where's la night like where's la night oh yeah didn't he say he but he kind of mentioned it last week that he's done with this that he's like yeah, i don't want to like talk he, about it I don't wanna, yeah but he should be on wrestlemania like he should be on wrestlemania in an important match if you ask me he should be on a wrestlemania match with stone cold steve austin that's my preference are you ready but for this it's going to be Bobby Lashley because you know he's going to be Brock, right? Ver, uh, with do with, we do with, we know he's going to be Brock? Does Brock with, ever lose with LA Knight saving him when Bray and Uncle Howdy start beating him up? Oh lord, and then we get a tag team match at WrestleMania, the Doritos Bowl tag team match. <laughs> I don't know the Baja Blast four pack or whatever. Baja Blast. Oh Lord. Uh yeah, I don't need him getting mixed up in any of this. Get it out of the way. This is a super clean story. You've never done Brock and Bobby with a build. You're building it. I don't want him to go through the hurt business to do it, but it's a good enough story. Mm. I don't need I don't need Bray involved in any of this. I have no idea what's going on with him. And once again, unfortunately, it feels like they don't know what's going on with him, which is where I get nervous. I don't need to know. I like it when I don't know. I like it when there's pockets of curiosity. When I feel like they're not in control of it, that's when I start to get a little nervous, and that's kind of where I feel like they are at right now. I but, think they should just start putting QR codes to let us know what the next match is going to be and build the story using Oh, that. why? So that he can do it for one week and everybody can be like, it's been going on too long. <laughs> that was me, everyone. I don't know. If yeah, you it was you and other me. Alex and like a bunch of nerds on the internet i was like dude it's been too i was like oh this qr code thing has just been going on for too long for so long wrestling's so serious wow you're having fun tonight oh man uh our moderator louise says bray versus bobby and brock in a snickers kickers no dq match because snickers is sponsoring mania or they did a couple years ago so there you go we got Ariel Hawani in the crowd tonight and Tony Khan talking that S on Twitter Jesus, about it. We're Tony. not going to get into that unless you're going to super chat about it. But uh, he's taking shots at Ariel. Ariel was saying that he wasn't a great interview because he wasn't giving anything up over there. Guys, Drama. yeah, throw some Drama. some some super chats our way. What do, what are your thoughts? On this whole TK deal, do you think like they need? We're not going to talk about it unless you do. You know what I mean? Right, but that's he's what in I'm the saying. Crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like, let us know what your thoughts are. Um, send in those super chats, humper chats, and just because some something someone went off the rocker today, I don't know why, but 
I, it's yeah. uh, he was appearing on WWE television. This was perfectly fine. To I be love honest. me, Ariel. Uh, yeah. Affects your credibility as a reporter, certainly. I think Ariel's one of the, the best interviewers in the game, and I can understand why he would be frustrated in an interview where nobody's giving you like any uh any information that you're kind of seeking out. And I can also understand why Tony Khan wouldn't be able to yield that, particularly when some of it is legally protected, right? But Tony Khan came out on Twitter talking that ass. Ariel Hawani's in the crowd, he's having a great time with the Canadians. He's pumping them up for Elimination Chamber tomorrow. This was this was perfectly fine. This was a fun integration. I saw nothing wrong with it. But if you guys want to talk about it, we can. But we've got Jam Beard saying, a Doritos After Dark lights out match. I'm trying to think, like, uh, what would be a good, like, corporate sponsor. Like a Skittles thrills thrills match and there's a bunch of spooky stuff yeah skittles skittles ride the uh, rainbow to the firefly funhouse <laughs> match because he has the rainbow there you go there you go a monster mini golf match and they just do the same thing that they did last time I think hit me up will... nick Khan. i got ideas for you baby there you go um jam beard you can send in something else we're not gonna drag like more wrestling media into this mm. uh but uh that that's going another layer deep that that we're not gonna do. Yeah, no, but you we can were just send talking about chat. tweets. That's all we were talking about. They were talking about silly tweets, but and yeah. like from a promoter, we're not getting into like other other wrestling journalists or lyric sheet bullies as they were. But uh... I like that voice you do. That should be part of the show now. <laughs> it's kind of I do. I've done that voice for a while. Sean has like six different like what a mark sounds like boy or like not even what a mark sounds like voice people that call other people marks being like oh you you mark you whatever it's kind of similar vein i, mark I guess is that's me, like by the way the, the, <laughs> everyone's a mark like yeah it's supposed to be fun right if if tonight's go home segment showed us anything it's that the parts that evoke actual emotion are the best parts of it so <laughs> all right then <laughs> Stop! Don't don't give me ones that I'm not supposed to read, you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can send in substitute ones. Just put asterisks, um, and you asterisks. can you can say other things. Is that how you say it? Asterisks. Okay, got it. Asterisks. But we will move along to Drew McIntyre versus the Viking Raiders. Joe Pearl mentioned this on his brief live cameo from the field. <laughs> there uh, it is. <laughs> that's like. That's like that's your news, news voice. voice. Live, yeah. Live, live cameo from the field, Joel Pearl. But he did mention that this was an extremely hard hitting match. This was a really fun physical knockdown drag out one. Um, which you would expect anytime that that Drew and Sheamus are in the ring and the Viking Raiders never mind together. But I think that uh this was a whole lot of fun. I like seeing the Viking Raiders in action, just being badass wrestlers. I'd prefer they not look like they uh, were extras on Game of Thrones or whatever these outfits are. And I feel like Sarah Logan feels very lost in this whole thing. It doesn't feel like she's doing a ton to uh, move stories along in any way. She's not interfering a whole lot here. Uh, but ultimately, Drew wins with the, the Claymore. I'll take the physicality. I prefer this and less gimmicky to more gimmicky. Uh, but, but to like great tag teams and all of them being ass kickers physically. Alex, what did you think of this? Yeah. Um, not a bad match. Um, I, I felt like it was more of a filler for me 
Um, but the I want to take the Viking Raiders more seriously. I really, really do. And I think that if they stop the, the gimmicky like uh, videos and just kind of go out there and beat the crap out of people, which I've said before. Yeah, um, I would I would I would take it because House of Black does that House of Black for me is and we'll talk about this later on, but they they don't do many promos they do here and there far in between, but then they'll show up in the arena and do their spooky stuff and it feels natural it feels cool. So I hope that that um, the team does that. And I mean, they're they're so good. They're so athletic. I want to see them just beat people up, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Like. And I, I try not to do the little on black and gold. They were the the war raiders. <laughs> I stuff, love that. But I'm like, gonna clip every single time you do that. Oh gosh, there's a lot of instances of me doing that out there. I I try not to be that person of like, well, when they were doing this, that was better. I think in this gold. case it was, um, but not because the gimmick was so much better, but just because it let them shine through a little bit more as them, which is really two badass big dudes who can move extremely well but jam beard saying can you read this one <laughs> yes we can to poor tony shivani getting caught in the crosshairs of that tweet i know it felt like when jericho would dump on him like calling him ski of own and stuff that's ski <laughs> that's, that's what that felt like so all right i thought it was a work i it probably was i feel like a lot of what tony khan does is half in promoter carny world half in in real world but Ryan Ben saying more Nikki Cross disrupting announced teams. I was amazing. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to get there uh, very, very shortly. Right after this Ray Mysterio interview happens and Karrion Cross interrupts him. And I don't really know what's going on here. Um, Karrion Cross basically says that Ray's a bad father or <laughs> uh, that he wears his lucha mask to cover up his face and disgrace which is just like a very it's odd weird. choice because it makes him seem ignorant to his own sport like it, it was just a very odd line to kind of have in there and buddy if you think dominic mysterio is better than ray mysterio oh boy you are off base carrying across in my opinion but uh i guess we're continuing this i don't feel like the storyline or the matches have been a particular barn burner we're also kind of running out of time right we're getting closer to wrestlemania by the week i don't think this is going to be a triple threat at wrestlemania i'm guessing it's going to be a catalyst to get dominic over to smackdown in some way but i don't know this this isn't really firing for all cylinders on me did you have a, a different feeling on it or are you kind of in the same camp yeah same thing like you and i have been saying the same thing this this story's been so muddy um and because it never it never really had any like legs to stand on we've, well we've... speaking of not having legs to stand on I oh here we go ray did get injured there for a minute i think with wow. a, a knee injury, I, so. I am a good setupper whatever you that are is. see You'll i'm get like there. i'm Next the play thing you know, you're guy. gonna be thrown to blue chew ads i would love to throw blue chew ads <laughs> get off my gimmick <laughs> i'm the blue chew ad thrower tour all right sorry you know we just throw the pills at the camera here you go not that i have any uh-oh did she freeze ladies and gentlemen did we lose did we lose her am i here by myself check one two i got i, got, I the only way i'll know this is if louise or someone says something here on the uh on the chat 
Oh, she did leave. Optimum strikes again. Oh, boy. So now I'm here by myself, right? Yes, I am. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. It's a mirror takeover with Alex. Um, I'm going to give it a couple seconds. I'm not going to move on. Optimum got the best of her. This all had to happen because she started talking bad about Blue True. You can't talk bad about Blue True. That is our sponsor, Kate. Okay? Just because I tried to take a little bit of it and talk about it here on the air. Now I'm fully full screen with... <laughs> Where did she go? <sighs> okay, so we're going to give it a couple seconds here. Uh, just for her to come back. I don't want to continue moving the show along without her, obviously. All right, guys, throw in your Humper Chats and your <laughs> and your super chats here for me if you have any questions i will do my best to answer them um okay she'll be right back yeah she's resetting her internet friends don't worry about it but i am here she's gonna be here any second now i don't mind being here by myself though oh dawn dawn you can you can send in anything you want there she is <laughs> gotta hold it she took you her three minutes she took you the three play. minutes back. That's all she did. She was like, F that. I'm taking Definitely the three minutes Definitely was back. not my computer trying to update at 11 o'clock at night on a couple minutes delay. <laughs> wow. I got so mad about you threatening to throw to a blue chew ad that my computer just quit. But I'm, I'm back. I tried to hold the show together. It was crumbling apart, but I did my best. I know. See, show some respect for the girl who held it together for the first three minutes without you. But I'm so sorry. Oh, Ryan Ben saying that was just to pop us and donate money to Alex and Kate, which is chat that he couldn't read before. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But you're still entitled to a free chat if you want it. But uh, Alex, I don't know if you finished the show in the time that I was gone, but I was thinking about Oscar and Liv it. Morgan for a second and also Nikki Cross being crashed out on commentary and Carmella on commentary uh, in a in a wild one. There's a lot going on there at the at the commentary table, number one. Number two, uh, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett had his hands out like, uh-oh. She was like literally on him. He's like, this woman is on me. I don't know what to do. And freaking, and Michael Cole's like, she's sitting on your lap. Like, this was this is by far my favorite like rendition of Carmella that we get to see is, is the moonwalk and trash talking version. I, I adore it. Uh, she's not misses technical in the ring but i find her to be a riot i loved her saying like raquel is strong she has a big back we love that for her was cracking me up on commentary nikki crouching like a weirdo in front of commentary was great carmella just burying wade barrett i thought was very funny yeah and oscar and Liv had a, a good match i'm a little nervous because ultimately oscar wins here countering the oblivion with an oscar lock and that tells you things Usually the person that wins on the go-home is the one that loses at the pay-per-view. However, I think because tonight was so chaotic with everybody coming down to the ring and people being on commentary and crouching on commentary, that maybe that's not as much the case here. I'm hoping Asuka still wins. I don't think there's a better suited candidate right now for Bianca Belair to face at WrestleMania than Asuka. This kana gimmick is is working super well this kind of like evil clown thing it's tremendously over with the live crowds when she comes out with the mask it looks incredible when she takes the mask away and has this amazing makeup on she's amazing um and in the ring she's just still one of the uh, top tier performers she's she's great and i think 
her and Bianca could do a lot of really great work. I'm nervous that they're setting her and Liv up for something outside of the title picture here. I hope that's not the case. No offense to Liv Morgan at all. I just think with this refreshed persona coming after Bianca Belair is a really, really fun move for Asuka. And I don't know if like Raquel is quite ready for that spot or if a Carmella comeback is strong enough for a WrestleMania match with Bianca Belair with how protected Bianca's been. But fine enough here. Obviously, all chaos breaks loose because we are heading into Elimination Chamber with all of the women who came down and were involved in the shenanigans on the outside. What are your thoughts on what we saw tonight? I thought it was... I like chaos. I enjoyed everything that was going on all around the the, the table and the ring. Um, I, I did wish it didn't take too much away from what was happening in the ring. It kind of felt like it, like everyone on television was concentrating more on what was going on on the table, you know? Uh, yeah. especially as they kept on going back to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, what do you call it? I, I Do you have a favorite that w- that's going to be coming out of that chamber for the women? I feel like it's Asuka. Like yeah, for, for a title match versus Bianca Belair, I feel like she is the strongest candidate and the gap between the strongest candidate and like the second closest is kind of large where I feel like if Piper Niven was in it, I would have a few more seeds of doubt if Bailey or Becky had made it in it instead of the weird thing that they did on Monday where the stipulation was there and then it didn't pay off. Like maybe I'd have some more seeds of doubt, but this feels like Oscar's to win. And I feel like if it's not, no offense to any of the other women in this match, but like title match as protected as Bianca Belair has been, I don't, I don't feel like that momentum is, is really there. And um, the seasoned veteran that, Asuka is in the ring, I think could do some really special work with, with Bianca. But plus Asuka was, was, was that, um, Thunderdome era champ, right? Like it was, she, yeah, she got the belt handed run. to her pretty much, you know? So yeah, Becky was pregnant and just yeah. relinquished it. I thought that that would be the story. Um, her, her and Becky either, if not for the title outside of it, I, yeah. I thought could be really fun. I was almost getting a little nervous that they would make that a triple threat, but I think, we are probably lining up for women's trios at Mania, as we kind of discussed a little bit earlier. But yeah. I'm a little nervous that they might swerve us and like give it to to Liver Raquel, which no offense to either of them. I just feel like Asuka, with where she's at right now, is is who should probably and and Asuka could be a good match. transitional, you know, person to hold that sure. title, uh, to kind of like for the long run to build a Liv or build a Raquel, you know, and build those matches heading into SummerSlam or something, or, you know, if they want to give her, give it to them beyond that as well. Agreed. Agreed entirely. And especially if you're going to have Rhea, hopefully dethroning Charlotte, like, I don't know. I think that could be really fun to have like Oscar and Raw. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. And Rhea on, on SmackDown holding it down with like kind of these more unorthodox archetypes for women. And also Charlotte and Becky and Bailey getting to do valuable work outside of the title picture for a while, I think. 
I think could be really good. I think it could be really good. With you. Also moving on to what I actually thought was really good. Uh, I, I feel like this was probably Madcap Moss's best match. Maybe since he's ever been on the, the main roster. He had a, a really strong match here with Gunther. I don't know if I'm like super clear on who Madcap Moss currently is. Like I know that he and Emma are dating. That's about are the they? only thing that we get here. But this was a much more versatile match than I think we've seen him wrestling before. I feel like a lot of times it's just like a lot of shoulder blocks and not a ton else. Guther is so incredible at making people look great and himself look great in the process because he's so imposing of a figure, but also like kind of sneakily athletic. Like the fact that that guy ever goes up to the top ropes is really fun. And because he's so powerful, I feel like Madcap Moss, his speed and kind of the more explosive things that he can do came through a little bit more in this match. And it's a nice contrast against Guther stylistically. So that's really fun. But I, I thought this was really strong. I think the crowd was a little bit out of it because we yeah. knew what was coming with Sammy. And additionally, the outcome was inevitable. Like it's an IC title match the day before a pay-per-view, right? Like this isn't going to change hands. So I think the crowd was maybe like, okay, get Sammy out here. And a little like, well, Gunther's going to win. So who cares? Um, but I thought from an in-ring standpoint, this was this was pretty strong. We got Ricardo the heel. <laughs> <laughs> with a fantastic handle saying yeah. the announcer uh samantha irvine uh louise reminds us her name gave gunther a little extra when she announced him and the championship she has been noticeably leaning in a little bit more and i think really fun ways not distracting ways that are like making it about her but she kind of has been leaning into certain pronunciations in a really fun way so a nice observation from ricardo the heel there and i agree what did you think of this match, though, Alex? Yeah, it was good. I, there was a, <clears throat> a couple moments there where Madcap, I thought things were going to go a little bit bad. Uh, they were in the top corner, and uh, he was going to, like, couple literally Gunther. <laughs> yeah, Gunther had to literally set himself up on him as opposed to Madcap. Hey, I'm going to pick you up and then, you know, fall away slam or whatever from up here from the top rope and... I was like, this is dangerous. Like, you can see it. He didn't have his footing. Gunter looked like he almost, like, fell off and held himself to put him put his body on top of Mad Cat. Other than that, I didn't see anything unusual. I just felt like maybe, maybe uh, Mad Cat just needs a little bit more time before doing crazy stuff like that, especially with someone like Gunter, who's so versatile and so good in the ring and can pretty much do anything. Um... You know, like you don't, God forbid, you don't want to hurt someone, you know, not sure. purposely, obviously. But I think that was the only little thing that I saw. And I'm not calling it a botch. I'm not calling it a mishap. I'm I'm just calling it a Oh my it God, why it. are you saying he should be fired because of that? That's why I I don't want fired. Joe coming after me. Joel, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, tr I'm trying here. This was, that's a tricky thing, right? Because he hasn't really gotten to spread his wings a ton on the main roster from an in-ring perspective. So right. you'd like to see guys challenge themselves. Thankfully, Gunther is um, so good. <laughs> no, yeah, so you're right. He, he can kind of compensate for little things like that. But very glad to see this. This was a little bit more promising. Still, if I had my druthers, would have been Santos Escobar because I just really want Agreed. that match. And I really want Imperium versus Legato. Selfishly, so much. But... I like that you're pulling for our Latino people on the show, man. Look at you. I am. I am. And he's just so... 
I feel like everybody, I think I've said this before, so sorry if it's redundant, but I feel like everybody that's Hispanic, it's like, oh, it's like Eddie Guerrero. Uh, every time. Every time, right? I feel like Santos Escobar is the closest comparison. Andrade is a close one of just like the effortless coolness. To me, that reads, and I am white as white can be, so it's not my place to you say. Are? But it, <laughs> big time. Uh, it reads as like an authentically cool Hispanic vibe to me. Like it, yeah. it, it just feels kind of in that Eddie Guerrero vein where you're like, oh my God, you're a bad guy, but you're just like really cool in this like very suave way that feels authentic to, to Hispanic culture too. For sure, yeah. Um, the presentation with the awesome, just like like outfits that are so elaborate and everything. It's, I I really love it. And Sandra Escobar is just a great storyteller and a wrestler at the end of the day. So Plus we want to build, we want, you know, we want to be bold and build these new stars. I think the last real person that they were trying to put out there was... Uh... Roman? alberto unfortunately you know and that completely yeah. yeah so other than that like what they continue to bring ray back but how you know we gotta build people raise the ray eventually will will go out you know his son and is definitely we, not it for me we do have uh some new signees over on wwe so <clears> we'll <throat> see when and if they appear and on what program we'll see uh who that who, be who's showing up but we will move along because we did already talk about sammy um so a very special night we will just kind of recap the fact that that is what capped off the night sammy didn't say much he said curse words in french which is why our audio got cut off which is uh super super fun but this was such a, a heartfelt way to go home like what a special moment i don't think they're gonna split the titles i think it would be really special if they do but i I think they have the ability to to pivot into that tag story and that that is going to be something extremely special. So we've got one LT photo saying Santos has a big, the feel of a big star. He definitely does. He definitely does. He's just in presence whenever he walks into, walks down a ramp, walks into a room, walks into an, a ring, like just effortless coolness, which I think is uh, something that, is hard to come by in in wwe because characters get so kind of templatized in a way yeah so fun stuff orion ben saying stevie turner just tried to take <laughs> kate out you're 100 percent right she's stealing my gimmick on nxt they've got a gal down there named stevie and she super chats her whole gimmick is that she's like doing streams and stuff she's coming after us and i don't like it i see you stevie turner we're looking she's at not- you Doing puns and singing songs. I'm gonna say. <clears throat> I'm gonna say. This is my livelihood, damn it. That's right. That's right. So I'm I'm very excited to see what happens tomorrow with Sammy. I think we are pivoting to the tag team story. And as you know, the Usos are always running out there saying that they the ones. But oh here we go. If you are like who the ones, how am I supposed to be? Oh, here it is. If you're not one of the ones, you need a... We talk a lot about performance here at Fightful. And you know if you want that performance, you want Athletic Greens 1. 
athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. So excited to work with Athletic Greens. You can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And you might be asking, what is Athletic Greens? Well, one scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. I took multivitamin tablets before this. Uh, our strength and conditioning coach said, you should probably move on to something more digestible, recommended AG1. I loved it. I love how it made me feel. Love the energy that it gave me. And it got me a whole lot more vitamins than I was taking in general because it absorbs a lot better. Athletic Greens 1, it effectively replaces all those products, pills, with one healthy drink. AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. And check them out on Twitter, at Athletic Greens. Let them know you heard about them from us. AG the ones, the Usos the ones. That Give was me those greens in my belly. The segue that I was going for my good. You did well, I think on that Thank one. Thank you. Thank it's, you. I, tried. I was, was a little bit turbulent. Try. I was like, where, what? what? And of course, correct, I couldn't find the video to play. It was a rough one, but we made it, Alex. We made I like it. this. You always steer this plane out of uh rough seas. Wait, I do my best. Rough seas. Wow. I do. I steer planes, trains and automobiles out of rough seas, out of rough seas and airwaves and tracks. That's what I do. Talking about airwaves, top flight. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, very well played. I was looking for the basketball segue, but I couldn't find it. But balls, um, balls. See, if I had a manscaped read, this would have been so much easier. But we do kick off with a basketball wrestling match. We have basketball Jackson versus basketball Martin. Uh, (laughs) If we're gonna call him FTR hair and FTR bald. I'm calling him Basketball Jackson and Basketball Martin. But we do have Dante and Nick kicking us off here. Um, And, of course, they open with, like, this thing where Dante catches the ball in the air as Nick is, like, planting his Mm -hmm. knee between the legs. Like, this was just, I'm so athletic, it's disgusting, and there's nothing you can do about (laughs) it wrestling. But this very silly tip-off that was centered around this little basketball gimmick that we had going on super super fun um and not just super fun and like hey these guys are great in the ring super fun as in what a silly way to start off the show but ultimately we get a triple super kick on darius a v trigger and a one-winged angel from kenny for the win these trios are moving right along and after the match we get not my favorite house of black appearance lights go out brody and malachi appear and then the lights go out again and they're gone. It felt a little bit too magic tricky to me. <laughs> I feel like of the spooky stuff that I don't like, there's I usually do yeah. like because it, it feels more grounded. But this felt a little bit teetering on lame to me. But you know what? This is normally on at like 11.15 at night. And tonight it was on at 7.15 at night. So maybe I just felt a different vibe with it today that I normally yeah, do. Yeah, I feel like your spooky radar is better at... 11 p.m. at night versus the, I'm more bought in because I'm like PM. it's creepy yeah. like it's, yeah. the wind is going it's dark yeah. it's, it's dark out whatever. 6 yeah. o'clock it's almost you know spring so the light's still out 7 there o'clock should I say yeah it's so. like twilight twilight's you know yeah 
But a fun opener and a, a silly, I, I like this, especially on Rampage. Like sometimes I say the show sometimes just feels like a field trip, like commentaries loose. Everybody's out there acting silly. Like that's perfectly fine. But uh, what did you think of our opener? I like that. I have, I mean, the elite tough light there. These and guys AR are Fox, by the all... way, like, we, we got to keep that in mind. Like AR Fox is unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, Freddie has said this before. He loved, like, he was like, I, I wasn't smart up to this guy, but holy crap. Am I now like, he's just like the team, the top flight team. Um, I, I, it feels like they should be a team that should start building steam behind them and pushing because not they're athletic. I don't know. They're not to me. They're not that great on the mic, but that's something that you're going to have to kind of like start working on. And this is what I mean. Put steam behind them. Let them let them go up because, you know, the elite are not going to hold these belts forever. I mean, they could, but <laughs> I mean, at some point you're going to have to find FTR could come back and call oh, the we all know. To house of black. I'm just saying we all know you wrote that. Um, But yeah, so yeah yeah i i feel it was it was great i they always start off the matches and because it was 7 p.m we got intros we did we did which was really fun a lot of people are learning about who ar fox is not just you alex i was familiar with his work i was impressed i didn't get to see it on a consistent enough basis but he is absolutely blowing me away and he isn't human they matches. said it's so true he isn't it, it's um and neither are, are darius and uh dante right like i think Darius was out with an injury and then he came back and he immediately got in that accident. Thank God he's okay. Yeah. And Dante flourished kind of as a single star in front of our eyes. So it was like, well, what happens next? And then it was like, oh, the brothers get to reunite as a tag team, which was so fun. And then AR Fox comes into the picture and makes them a trio. Like this feels right. The way that they, uh, I don't want to say coexist because that's such a wrestling trope, but the way that they coexist as a trio is is fantastic. I say this about the acclaimed. You would have thought that they were a tag team on the indies forever, but no, but they weren't like they were a tag team when they came to AEW, to my knowledge. Um, and it feels the same way. It feels like they just have that automatic thing where everything clicks into place. So super fun here, super fun here. Another victory for the elite, but that is fine. I will take it. Keep and then chugging. we have an interview with the guns and then we move along to, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I it, I don't understand what they're doing with with them. Maybe they owe something to Billy. DNC Digital like Rampage was great. Trios was nuts. I agree. Swerve Rhodes was so good. Fun story during Dynamite. MJF offered me a selfie and threw my phone into. The oh, room. that's amazing. Hope your phone is okay. Yowza, yowza, on that, but. Rampage was really fun. Very excited about the main event uh, as well. I thought that was a great match. And we will get there. But this Guns promo first, it's simple enough. It just says that they're champions and that they're kind of unfazed by the acclaimed or whoever else decide to show up to challenge mm -hmm. them. Feels like it's going to be FTR to me. But uh, I just don't really have an interest. Also, in, people, in people love to read into tweets and social media so much. And I believe that wrestlers are the best at working the fans when it comes to social media. They are the greatest, like, swerver slash workers. Like, people get so butthurt and into tweets and social media postings. And yeah, they're working. Yeah. See, FTR with their WWE contract on the table. They are 
working, working right now. Hard, working yeah. hard. We move on to another quick promo that I am, I would I say, arguably quickies. more excited about than the guns. But Yuta Wheeler challenging Orange Cassidy to a match, which I really like. They were together as a tag team for one match. I can't remember during the kind of best friends angle, I guess, that yes. we had going on. Yes. And they were unbelievable together. I'm very excited to see what they can do across the ring from each other. I think uh, this could be a whole heck of a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this Orange Cassidy reign. I think it's probably time for it to wind down a little bit, not for mm-hmm. any any overwhelming reason, but um, I think it probably does have a little bit of a shelf life, but I want to see Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy, so I've got no complaints. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like this match will will be hard-hitting. Um, so I, I feel like they, it might be a little one of those matches where we don't see this a lot in AEW where people just kind of just like run in to try to mess up a match. Like, you know, like someone tries to take Yuta's bell. Someone's trying to take Orange Cassidy's bell. So they're both in the ring now. You know what I'm saying? Like something quirky like that happening where I don't know. I don't see that happening, but I don't I don't think Orange needs this belt. I think this belt needs to be somewhere like a Miro. I agree. And I think it will be like, I think. um Wheeler doesn't need it right now. Like he's got his ROH Pure title. He's got the Blackpool Combat Club. It makes he no need sense. To be yeah. Atlantic champ. I do think Miro coming in and, and just destroying Orange Cassidy <laughs> could be a would be so good. Whole heck of a lot of fun. And Orange Cassidy doesn't lose anything from that. One because no. Miro should do that to pretty much anyone. And two, Orange Cassidy is perpetually over. This is fun. Uh, Miro should destroy his backpack. He should come back and destroy Orange Cassidy. He should destroy my beloved sex icon, Chuck Taylor. Oh, easy call. Um, PG rated show. Come um, on, with I, his tie-dye and his hair. And I think as man. he's leaving the ring, he takes the sunglasses, breaks them, and puts them on Orange Cassidy's eyes. Like, well, he's oh, there you go. His All dead right. limp body on or the on ring. Or on his thumb. He like or on his thumb, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. But I, I agree. It's time to get Miro back on my screen. I feel like that All-Atlantic Championship is a, a perfect spot for him to... Come back, but I've also been saying I want Miro back on my screen for like five years, so we'll see. But <laughs> I hope so, man. He has a contract. He has a long contract with them people. Don't let them he work does. you and on he... Twitter. Don't let them work you on Twitter. He also resigned. Yes, he did. Like, more recently than far away. So, uh, here's a match that I somehow simultaneously wish or felt like didn't need to happen, but also wish had more time. I don't know how that gets accomplished (laughs) of like, I don't want to see it, but if I am going to see it, at least give it more time. Mm. I've said a little bit that I, I just feel like this whole feud is booked in reverse. It's very odd. Like Starks beat Jericho out the gate. Um, Why he's running through all of his lackeys to get back to him makes no sense. They've never really given us a justification, but uh I wrote Garcia and Starks in a WTF are we doing match. Starks wins with the Rochambeau here. I'm not going to get mad when Daniel Garcia and Ricky Starks are on my screen individually, much less together. This story just doesn't make sense. I don't mind seeing the match at Revolution. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I don't know why it's happening, but um, it'll be neat, I guess. <laughs> what are your thoughts on what we saw tonight and then this overall storyline? Um. I'm I'm awful long storylines. I I come from that era of WCW Monday Nitro and WWE Raw, where the, these storylines were long and they lasted for a long time. But 
this here with Starks and the whole like jazz is like for me, I think it's ran its course. Um, I know that well, they're trying to mix started it up with a win against Jericho. I don't yes. even have a problem with the length of it. This has actually been one of Jericho's shorter ones if they choose to move on from it. But like, I just, I just feel the Jer way that they're Ricky, going about it. Yeah, exa exactly. Ricky won. So why is he now going right. through the henchman to get back to him for no reason? It's yeah. I, I just, I just feel like maybe, maybe have the blow off here in at the pay-per-view and just kind of move on from it. You know, like we haven't seen, there's a lot of people that I love on television, we, you know, and Starks. I, I want Starks to stay on TV, but let's move him ahead now. Let's let's try to find something new for him. Yeah, and I initially liked the idea of like, okay, Ricky Starks loses his title shot. How do you keep him on the top of the car and keep him more relevant? A feud with Chris Jericho makes sense for that, but I don't know. I don't know, man. This... If, if Ricky had just lost in the beginning, this would have made a whole heck of a lot more sense. Yeah, because you continue the babyface push, like trying to climb that mountain against every other J JS member. JS. <laughs> JS member. member. You know? All the JS members, man. Agreed. So we move along to an evil Uno promo that I'm going to be honest, I did not see. I was taking a decongestant and having a sneezing fit, and I had to leave the room. I love Evil Uno. I'm glad that Dark Order is getting a little bit more love. Uh, what We've been mentioning did you that. did you see? Did yeah, you yeah. He just basically came in and he was like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to show you who Evil Uno is, was, and will good. be. Like, kind of just like that, you know, putting himself over. Um, good to see that we're finally seeing a little bit more of the, uh, you know, Evil Uno crew out there. Like, I don't know, man. I, I want. There's just so many people that I just want them on TV all the time, and we don't. I know we only have two hours and one hour. You it's know, true, week, but at so. the same time, like, it's important to me that Uno gets a little bit of love here because yes. Grayson is gone and Silver and Reynolds at least always kind of have the tag team to fall back on. Uno's the one who's kind of gotten left out in the out in the dust here, right? So I'm glad that he is getting a little bit of love, even though I had to for run sure. out of the room for it and didn't have time to watch it back. But it's been, it's been quite a week of feeling sick, guys. I'm really sorry. But I did... Return in time to, I mean, barely in time to see Jade Cargill defeat Burt Vixen in a squash in about a minute and seven seconds. Uh, we got to end this title, right, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're I right. Jade. I think it's time to move it on. Yeah, <laughs> It's time to move on. This is the second time we've seen Burt Vixen get squashed. And you're um, in squash matches. Well, you're Jade. You should oh. you should have people coming up to you telling you I'm gonna break your jaw this week, you know, and we're gonna make it we're gonna make it a good match. Like headline rampage. That's just your show. You know what I'm saying? Or something. Well, I thought we were headed to 50 and 0. We've now surpassed 50 and 0. Wanna um, break Goldbridge's record. When you are squashing the same people who aren't even signed to your roster multiple times. Yeah, that's true. So something's up. Like we gotta <laughs> we gotta get you a real contender and for you to drop the belt because I, I, I think it's done the job of making Jade Cargill a star. I think it, it's overstaying its welcome a little bit. So I think her dropping the title is one of the more productive things they can do. Maybe Mercedes is coming in. I don't know. Uh, Chris Statlander still sounds like she's a ways off. Athena has the ROH belt. I miss her. Um, is it red velvet that dethrones her i don't know no nah, that's I, I so weird time yeah, yeah that's a that's a bit of a weird one that's a bit yeah. of a weird one yeah, i i think i think maybe and it cannot be somebody who you just are bringing in just for the pop it has to be someone who 
who starts building. And this is something that I've been now agreeing with a lot of people. I really love AEW because they are my alternative. They're what I like. But they are missing the the basic story storyline, you know, breakdowns. They don't have any. So there's no long-standing feuds with like a a, a Jade. Who who's she gonna go after? Who's gonna go after her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jade, I think, is the one where it's kind of just a case of she's held the belt so long that she's kind of run through everyone, which is fine. I don't really understand why people are saying that there's not a build to this pay-per-view. Yeah, that's weird. That's I mean, there, there's, certain, me. there's certain storylines that I'm not getting, like little little fights that I don't get, but there are Pretty stories. Pretty much every title picture outside of Jade has a story. Has a story, so I don't know. correct. That's why I specifically mentioned Jay. Like, uh, there is nothing like, like, so, like, um, uh, what's her face? Jamie Hayter. Like, you saw her story being built up. You saw her going through the ranks and have these awesome fights with all these women. And you have all the other women that are building stories to their blow off matches or to other matches. But with this one specifically with Jade, it's missing something. I think it's missing a credible threat of an opponent because she crushed everybody and I think the most natural person for her to drop to is not going to be back for a little bit and, and Chris Dadlander right. and Athena and I miss being on my television so I, I think know. that's what they're waiting on honestly I, I think they're they might build this to the point where if she, when she, if Chris does come back it's going to be huge people love her yeah, it's just, I don't know how we're going to sustain this many months until then. But that would be, I think, best case scenario from a story standpoint. It's just going to run its course. But until then, we're going to get Jade squashing people. So we'll take it. Do it. <laughs> Squash me, Jade. All right, Ben666 saying we got double Mark Henry tonight and Dark Yuta. We did. It wasn't just the one line. Not Dark just the one line for uh, for Mark Henry. His look like it's been enough talk line, but uh, we got some more drama breaking between, I guess, Tony Khan and Ariel. Are we don't we don't want to read what he called him. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, Jim Beer saying I'm hoping Tony Khan's important announcement is about Jaden versus Mercedes, or is it more of TK addressing his enemies? I guess. We're gonna find out. Um, I'm did I guess Sean tweeted, I just want to get scoops and eat fried chicken. Buddy, you can't eat fried chicken during a women's match. We just talked about the women's division. You'll get whew, it'll get nasty for you. Don't choke on that chicken. G Bro <laughs> saying hater loses to Sheeta or you're doing it wrong. I don't know if that's I can see Sheeta dethroning jade would be great because i feel like in an ideal world to me and this is just my opinion the tbs title should mirror the tnt title and that that should be more of the workhorse title that yeah. gets defended with great frequency she could absolutely be in that role that would be a ton of fun but it could be willow it could be a number of people God, but they've got so to many, do yeah. the, the work to put someone credible in that role so hoping we get to see something pop out of that sooner rather than later but one thing i'm very glad we got to see was swerve versus dustin rhodes and a great match and the return of keith lee looking 
clean cut with a little salt and pepper in his in his hair. It's, yeah. He's looking good, looking good. Very happy to see him back. But I do feel like I don't know. I I don't know if I love the road that this went down. But I did love a lot about the match. Ultimately, this ends because Keith Lee is here to equalize our beloved dorks, the moguls, <laughs> alongside Swerve. Dustin's head is placed on the cinder block, much like Keith Lee's was. Um, I'll say this. The match was great. Swerve is fantastic. And Dustin Rhodes is retiring by choice, yep. not force. He looked yep. really good in this. He still got it. He can still go. Yep. Swerve, I think, is, is such an easy person to tango with in there. Like, he's so versatile and can do so much fun stuff that I, I think it's it's probably an easy go of it for Dustin, but he looked great tonight. He looked yeah. really good. Um, I just feel like I don't mind the road. I honestly, I don't mind the road. I don't know why Keith Lee went off television. Nobody knows, right? Maybe they wanted to give him a break. You know, EW dust is where they're, they're talent. He could have gone and gotten work. He could have yes. been yeah, tending yeah. to health issue. He might've had right. a real injury that he was tending to whatever. Yes. It's none of our business. And, and it, and if it doesn't have to be out, it won't be out. But for some reason he was off television, which led swerve to swerve another way <laughs> to get back around to this story. Yes. That we're seeing now where Keith Lee is back uh, saving Dustin, right? So is this the way that we go to now and we get our swerve and Keith Lee like death match or something? That would be cool. It would have been cool three months ago. Oh, like, come on. It's okay. It You know what? It is okay. It's exactly okay. And it could have been awesome. Like this was so, this felt so personal and it felt so white hot. And it was like my favorite story going. And I'm glad that they picked it back up because I feel like it should be resolved. But tonight just made me be like, this Man. story, this story reminds me of Rey Mysterio and Karen Cross where okay, well, I don't like that very much either. Right. I know where it's <laughs> the same thing. And look, uh, apparently they're going to end up having a spooky match soon. Right. With witches and, and trolls or something, but it'll happen. <laughs> but I like this felt like. If you have venom with someone, honest to God, venom, honest to God, anger. And I get the, I like the cinder block piece I of do it too. being the yeah. reason that he was out because that feels like a, a holy S moment. Um, but at the same time, if I have like, if I've got, if I've, my blood is boiling at this person, I'm not like, you know what? I'll see you in three months. <laughs> no you want to beat that guy's ass right then right there right now so i um i'm, I'm glad the match is happening the match itself i think is going to be great i'm glad they are resolving it because i don't like when loose ends just kind of fall apart like that i just feel like this would have been so much better if it was capitalizing while the you know striking while the iron was hot rather than heating this back up with one week you know what i mean so um i don't i don't know i'm 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 in this weird spot where I'm glad it's happening. I just so much would have preferred that it happened earlier because I feel like that would have been a way hotter thing. I also don't know if I love Keith Lee's big comeback being on like Rampage, Rampage. but I do appreciate you're in that seven o'clock to eight o'clock window. Yeah. And Keith Lee's a face that's familiar with WWE yeah. fans a little bit. So I, I don't think it's a bad play. I just feel like Keith Lee deserves like a main show return. Uh, so 
mixed feelings on this. Ultimately, I'm glad the match is happening. I just kind of wish it it felt so visceral. It felt so personal for a while there that like it'll get back. I think it'll get back there. I think um, you got like a week though, you know? Uh, I don't know. Who says this has to end in a week? We let's take our three months back. Uh, he's been they out. already had such a like this is the problem with this match being so far away from the builds that led to it you know what Let's i mean kate come on <laughs> no i hate everything i love it no i don't i'm She's i'm like, happy it's uh, happening i hate everything and i hate uh, that Keith took this long this like is extremely serious we should get very yeah. mad on twitter uh, i don't like, like this <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo saying, I can't wait for Keith Lee versus Swerve. That will rule. The match will definitely rule. I have no doubt about that. They're two of my favorite in the ring. Stylistically, they are not only different enough to make it super fun, but both veteran enough to know exactly how to Word. capitalize on each other's ring styles. The match itself will be great. I just I just hope they can heat it up in time. Because I want it boiling hot. That's where I want it. Speaking of boiling hot, we had clavicle earlier in the night. Dude. We've got Twitter feuds cooking Twitter right feuds. now. Wow. We got blue chew reads. We've been having fun tonight. Uh, we're gonna have a super fun elimination chamber tomorrow as well. We're gonna have the show on the main channel, but myself and Alice Pulaski behind the paywall on Fightful Select, which should be an absolute blast. I love, I love doing those behind the paywall shows. Thank you. Alex will be hanging out with, with his family, I'm assuming. But Yeah, my mom and dad are here. I'm going to see if, I mean, they might have too much of me and be like, please get away from me. So I know that uh, Rob is doing a pre-show as well. And yes. So yeah. I, might, I might just sneak in there and be like, hey, parents, I'm going to go play with my wrestling buddies. Jim Beard says, Kate's now sounding like Bischoff and the bro man. I love that you called it the bro hand man with her hating on this Lee and Swerve. Bro, bro, like I just don't understand why they're wearing these out. Yo, they hate each other so much that they sound so similar now. It's crazy to me. We're not we're not talking dirty. No, we're not. We're not. The we're, bro we're, man just... did pop me because yeah, that just yeah. feels we're definitely not saying anything bad, but you know, I love I love Bischoff. I grew up watching him. I Honestly, I did love Vince as well. So, bro, man, sorry, <laughs> I said his name, but yeah, you can say, say I just popped for the bro, man. Oh, okay, but uh, for me, it was just like, come on, man, I, I grew up with these guys, and don't get old and see now. Now, come on, damn it, <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> well, on that note, let's plug your stuff and get out of here, would you? Hey, so you can follow me on Alexis Cardozo on Instagram or underscore Alexis Cardozo on Twitter. And I will be providing Ryan a <sighs> song for us. Don't worry, I don't, promise. Don't worry about that guy. All right, don't worry about Wow. That. Kate came in. He's my Wednesday night co-host. Tonight. I, I know who that guy is. All right. Sorry, Ryan. Well, but please do uh, tune in tomorrow. We've got so much going on on FIFA. You've got Grapsity, I believe, is still happening tomorrow. You've got the main feed post show. You got the select post show. You got the pre-show. You've got on Sunday, most likely, Joel and Tim talking about their live experience at Elimination Chamber. You got so much happening, and that's just on the YouTube side of things. You've also got Sean Ross at breaking all of the scoops he can get his dirty little hands on. And you can bet there's going to be more coming out of Elimination Chamber on the roads to WrestleMania, I my hate friend. that you call it that, and I hate that they call it that, too. Well, you've got about 
two and a half months of it being called that. So well, then the post promos after that for another two months. Buckle so. up, my friend. And the documentary that's gonna come oh, out. God. My goodness. But have a have a wonderful and safe weekend. You can follow me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can catch me every Tuesday and Friday on Fightful YouTube, Wednesdays at the Mark Order Podcast, and I will be returning to Excite Wrestling in March as well, doing commentary, twitch.tv backslash Excite Wrestling with an X, not an EX, because this is wrestling after all. Like wrestling society. Hey, are you plugging in your link or what? My Patreon link? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) She asked it like I don't know. We're always making jokes about OnlyFans and stuff. No. Uh, my Patreon is going to have some paid tiers that are coming soon, but you can it. hop on free content over there as well. But I will get better about plugging so that. So pour her, please. She's amazing. <laughs> have a She's safe pro- and wonderful weekend. Enjoy Elimination Chamber. We'll see you hopefully tomorrow and definitely next, next week. Be safe. Have a great time. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.